0: We're talking about?
1: Oh, well, you said that after I pressed start recording, so I guess that's how we're leading off. Hello, everyone, welcome to episode 13 of Those Nerds on a Podcast. I'm that one nerd, Jacob, and I'm that
0: one scout, Collins. Yeah, lucky number 13. Woo, lucky. Yeah,
1: we have not recorded in a month, uh huh. Uh, so luckily. We're we're done from our bulk recording episodes. We we did it. You have woo woo! Woo, yippee! Uh happy birthday, Caleb.
0: Oh thank you. Today is today
1: is Caleb's birthday. Uh at the time of recording, of course. Uh at the time of upload. It's gonna be a few days after. But yeah, happy birthday. Thank you. Did you have any uh big birthday plans today?
0: No, not really. That's fair. Just a, just some day drinking, you know. Just,
1: I mean, hey, that's a pretty good way to celebrate your birthday as an adult.
0: <laughs> no.
1: Now the all that you got to do for your birthday is
0: win Smash Out Three. I just I, I just messaged all of my friends, hey, it's my birthday. Can you just throw the match, dude? Honestly,
1: I don't even know uh, how Smash Out Three is gonna work because I think there's only four people signed up. So it's probably gonna have to wind up being a round robin tournament. Yeah, let me let me double check the uh, the entries for the tournament real quick, because this is the first one that I've signed up for personally to play in. Oh, that's
0: why no one else is signing up. They're just like, oh no, not him. Yeah,
1: it's just I'm gonna me, get my. It's just me, you, Token, and Jay.
0: Oh, I already signed up for that.
1: Yeah, you signed up like whenever I put out the first registration for it a month ago because I decided I'm oh, oh, okay. like, yeah, I might as well do open or early open registration so that way you know, people can join and not have to wait for super long time to actually get in. But yeah. Like
0: how like how long are we talking?
1: Uh I mean, I I gave people a month to sign up and only four people have signed up, so I don't know, maybe month-long registrations aren't the best idea. Maybe I should just keep it to, like, one to two weeks.
0: (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? Who knows?
1: Yeah, either way, win that for your birthday. Just know if it's a round robin and we face each other, I am not fucking holding back on your ass. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well anyway, uh we have no Selfish idea.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: we have no idea uh what to talk about. As you could tell by Caleb opening the episode by saying, What are we gonna talk about?
0: Well, you know, it's just one of those things. sometimes we have like a a, a, a two minute conversation of hey, I kinda wanted to talk about this or hey, I'm I'm going to nerd out the very beginning of the episode or something like that. You want me to hit you with a shovel of reality? Sure. I was a freshman in high school nine years ago.
1: You want to hear a shovel of reality? Get hit with the shovel of reality?
0: Yeah, hit me with the shovel of
1: reality. It's now been four years since I've graduated high school. Yeah,
0: makes you feel old, doesn't it? There, mm-hmm. are All the freshmen who might have known you are graduating.
1: I thought they all graduated last year they Whatever. were 3 years younger but still like the only person that i technically know in high school right now uh are Miguel and Evan but i didn't actually go to school with them
0: yeah yeah we didn't <laughs> like it's it's really it's, it's really crazy. weird how Miguel became part of the friend group he just i just sort of brought him one day you know it was just yeah, like, hey, i like this guy
1: i mean i remember seeing him during church selling chocolates for band and stuff and like, I never talked to him, but I remember seeing him and then just all of a sudden him being there. And then all of a sudden him becoming a big part of the friend group after one wrestling pay-per-view.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was, it was great. Speaking of wrestling pay-per-views, did you hear the tragic news about the WWE?
0: Uh that it got bought by, by Endeavor?
1: Endeavor? Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, what about so,
1: it? Uh, the reason it sold is because their Peacock deal is almost over. Oh, meaning since it's owned by the K the Came K- the same company that owns UFC, there's a good chance that pay-per-views are going to start costing 60 to
2: $80. And
1: Endeavor is already like very bad about properly taking care of its employees, especially since, you know, it's physical combat. They don't even offer health insurance. you know physical combat that can require surgery you know it's i don't think you know Vince, who's looking like a stereotypical old cartoony oil tycoon villain made the right call
0: um yeah the recent photo of him with his uh mustache and dyed hair i'm just like are you have you actually lost or I, is this a giant bit or are you or have you actually lost your mind i think because he's it could, actually lost his mind it could be a giant bit because once again don't forget this is vince mcmahon this is the man that looked fucking uh rikishi dead in the eye and says you're going to shove your ass into my face as hard as you possibly can and the crowd is gonna go wild and he was right. <laughs> but regardless,
1: even if it is a bit like Vince McMahon dying his hair and growing that creepy ass mustache. um, It's, I don't like where the WWE might be heading after this sale. If all stays the same and they can get a streaming service that's like 10 bucks a month for pay-per-views, fine. That's the good
2: outcome of it. But nothing else looks good. Nothing at all.
0: I don't know. I'm kind of excited to see Cody versus Brock.
1: I mean, I'm not saying, like, the current storylines are bad. Like, the storylines and where they're heading... Cody versus Brock is going to be a banger, right? Like, that's just going to be a good match. But I'm just talking about the future of how much pay-per-views might actually start costing. Because, I'm sorry, I'm not paying 60 to $80 to watch a pay-per-view. Especially throwaway pay-per-views, right? Like... This kind of incentivizes customers to now, instead of watching every pay-per-view for a low monthly price, they have to pick and choose which pay-per-views they want to watch based off of either how popular the show is or the match card.
0: hmm At the same time, if, like, pay-per-view sales go down because nobody wants to watch their matches, it, might, it reminds me Endeavor like, do that whole fast neck-cracking thing to, at, the, at, at WWE to be like, why are we losing money? Like, SpongeBoy me Bob, you have to fight Brock Lesnar to save the pay per view. Ah, c- 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 <laughs> and the
1: other thing that I'm worried about with it, since UFC and WWE are under the same umbrella, I'm really hoping we don't see a lot of crossovers just because one is actual physical hand to hand combat and one is meant to be scripted entertainment. Yes, it is still physical hand to hand combat, but the outcomes are predetermined and it's very heavily choreographed. And the only reason I can confidently say this is because one the internet exists now every wrestling fan knows that two me and Caleb have I have at least three months of wrestling training under my belt he has a full complete list of wrestling training under his belt we know firsthand like this stuff is predetermined and it has to be choreographed for it to work properly and that just does not mesh with UFC at all they should
0: have they should have Heath Slater come back and just have him get beat up by random UFC fighters though That'd be hilarious. That would be hilarious.
1: I don't even know what uh Heath Slater's up to. I don't even know if he's still an Impact or anything, because I just haven't heard anything about him
0: I, in a while. I don't watch him. I don't watch Impact because
1: Nobody does. Know. The only good thing that they have going for them right now is Santino Morella. Which even then, like I saw a
0: clip. That tells you all you need to know. Yeah, I, <laughs> I saw a clip though of Santino
1: Morella hitting someone with the Cobra and like, I get that people give WWE shit over piping in crowd noise to make their shows look better because that is a scummy practice, but like the crowd was dead that entire clip. Like there was almost zero crowd noise. Whenever he hits the Cobra, you heard a,
2: Oh, but then after that, everyone was just like, "Hmm. yeah, wrestling.
0: Yeah. Like what? It's like a bunch of old people going, ah, yes, the local wrestling show. What do you mean it's on TV?
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, like, that's what it feels like. It feels like Impact is a small indie promotion that just so happened to get a TV deal. And don't get me wrong, I know Impact has a pretty big history, too. Like, I remember watching Impact back whenever it was TNA and everything with my dad. Impact used to be really interesting to watch.
0: Now it's just there. They had had Sting full-time. They had Hulk Hogan.
1: They had Kurt Angle at one point. Kurt Angle. Bobby Lashley. Like, dude, Impact used to be one of the... or I guess it was never considered one of the top shows. But, like, if you wanted star power, Impact had a pretty decent amount of star power.
0: And then along came a man named Vince Russo. And he
1: killed it. He just killed it. What's with people named Vince killing wrestling products?
0: Honestly, it's kind of a thing, if you you think about it, because um, I wouldn't say that Vince Russo killed WCW, but he was the last. Remember that point in WCW during the 1999 to 2001 where you were watching it and none of it really made sense and there was all kinds of stuff? that was just like, why is this on TV and Mm -hmm. who would watch this crap? Yeah. That was Vince Russo. Yep. And then they made the wonderful decision in TNA to hire him a few years later after WCW because Vince Russo blamed the executives of of, of Warner, Time Warner, mm-hmm. on a, on the reason why all, all of this sucked because I wanted to do something like this. But then the wrestlers would be like, I don't want to do that. And then I go to the, to the executives and say, hey, the wrestlers are giving me a real hard time. And then the executives would go, figure it out. <laughs> And they just wouldn't back me up. And so he was and so for a while people believed that line of crap. And then he
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's almost like just just just... having shit ideas is gonna make a shit product, and that's why the executives don't wanna give you shit.
0: Remember when Kane got got Lita pregnant, and then there was the bump on the apron, and then the miscarriage happened? No. Oh, I remember well, thing, I like,
1: remember Mark Henry getting Mae Young pregnant and then Mae Young giving birth to a hand.
0: Well, that was Vince Russo, too. But, That's uh, yeah, memorable for the, all the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, interesting time, I, I must say. Yeah. Well,
1: anyway, jumping ship from WWE... To the XFL, I'm so excited for this weekend. Right? I
0: saw, I was at the dentist at my, on my army post. Yeah, And I looked on the TV and I saw an XFL post, and, like an XFL ad. Yeah, was, they've been, like, been wow! advertising
1: it really heavily, even off of ESPN lately. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's the thing. First of all, DC Defenders went into an undefeated season versus the Orlando guardians who had not won a single game. Oh, the guardians beat the defenders. What? So yeah, that's a great question. But now I'm, I think that game was two weeks ago. It was one or two weeks ago. So obviously it's a different train of momentum, but Houston, no matter what, uh, has a shot at the XFL South championship game. Uh, If they win this weekend, then they get to host it at home. If they lose, they're still in the game no matter what. It just might not be at home. Arlington, my boys. They have a chance, if they can beat the DC Defenders, to clinch a championship game spot, and then play for the XFL South Championship. And then... If they can win the XFL South Championship, they just go on straight to the XFL Championship game.
0: Imagine being the defenders going undefeated and then you might just fumble away your championship. <laughs> well, the defenders are XFL North. So I
1: think they, even though they lost that one game to Orlando, which they should not have lost, but I didn't watch the game, but it was a high-scoring game. Both the teams had 40-something points. Like, if. It- a lot of people were saying like it was like peak football uh, oh let me let me see what the standings right now are let's see so the defenders seven and one they they one hundred percent are making it to the x f l north championship game. They have no shot at losing um the battlehawks are six and two, and the sea dragons are five and three. So, I'm pretty sure if St. Louis loses and the Sea Dragons win, uh, they have an XFL standings tiebreaker game. If it's two teams, it's a head-to-head game. Best win-loss percentage in division games. Strength of victory in all games. Combined record of opponent and wins. Uh, Best combined ranking among division teams in points scored and points allowed. Best combined ranking among all teams in points scored and points allowed. Best net points, best net touchdowns, and coin toss. Mm. So, if for some reason they're all tied up, there's a coin toss to determine who moves on. Um, and then the Vegas Vipers, they're they're out of the XFL North Championship uh, standings. They are two and six.
0: Wow, so, I didn't know there was a team called the Baromas.
1: Yeah, so. In the XFL South, which three out of four teams in the South are located in Texas, uh, the Houston Roughnecks are 5-3. So, even if they do wind up losing their game this week, uh, and possibly next week as well, they still have that uh, XFL South championship game. Uh, the Arlington Renegades are currently 4-4. Four and four. They have to win to clinch a championship spot, but... I think it's only if they lose both of their games and the Brahmas win both of their games that they would have to go into their tiebreaker. Uh, San Antonio Brahmas are sitting at 2-6, and, and the Orlando Guardians, completely out of championship contention, are sitting at 1-7, with their only victory somehow being over an undefeated team. i said it. <laughs> but, uh... I'm just hoping the Renegades can get to at least the XFL South Championship. Because here's the thing, right? I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. I'm already used Uh to heartbreak from football teams coming out of Arlington. I just want to see something from an Arlington team, dude. Like, I want to see something. Uh, But, just based off of what I have seen... I am 100% certain the Defenders are going to be in the XFL Championship. Like, not just the North Championship. The Defenders are going to be in the Championship game. Uh, and then, honestly, I'm thinking it's going to be between the Roughnecks and the Renegades to get to the Championship. Like, the Brahmas, while not bad, they're not the best. And then the Guardians are just shit. Uh... But yeah, like I said, defenders are 100% making it to the championship game unless they somehow fumble the bag in the
2: XFL North Championship. Either way, I love football.
1: <laughs> and then, speaking of football, you remember how I... to, You forgot
2: you didn't do the thing.
1: Oh boy, I fucking love football. wee there you go <laughs> sorry we haven't recorded in a month I'm lost on all of our bits
2: <laughs>
1: um, but the T1FL I am looking forward to that one fantasy league uh, and I'm trying to debate one of two things that I want to do for the league right? either one thing is guaranteed I, I want to at least try to offer a uh, prize of money to the winner I want to make it like a $50, whoever wins gets $50. Or, if I could get enough people to pitch in, I want to get a custom-made championship belt that gets mailed every year to the winner of the T1FL. And then, whoever has it can just wear that belt with pride for a year. And then... Uh, the league, I want to make 16 teams because there's always going to be the top eight play for the championship and the bottom eight play to not be the ultimate loser. So I, I don't know. I, I for sure want to offer the $50, you know, cash prize to whoever wins. I feel like that's fair. Uh, and then, like I said, if people can pitch in, then no cash prize, but you get a sick championship belt, uh, to wear around for a year. And I'm not going to lie, I've already been thinking about it. I would 100% get a spot in the background set up that I could hang up that title. (laughs) For streams and podcast recordings. Yeah. But I'm trying to think who all would actually sign up, right? Because, like, I know me and you 100% would. I want to invite my dad, but he does not understand fantasy football. Even though I didn't play it until this past NFL season, and it is very easy to pick up and learn. But, like, I, I want to make it just open registration for anyone. And The first 16 people that sign up, they get in.
2: Woo! Yeah.
0: Why are all of his players in the New, in the new Orleans Saints? <laughs>
1: Dude, honestly, I, I've seen people that only draft players from their favorite team. And I'm just like, no, that is not the way you play fantasy football. You draft on the stats. You do not your way. Like, I don't like any team that Tom Brady plays on. <laughs> but right. on, on my fantasy team last year, I think I had three players from the Buccaneers at the start of my season. And then I had two that I kept for the entire season. I only got rid of one. Just because even though I might not like the team in real life, I want to play to the best of my ability, right? So I'm keeping the players that score me points, even if I don't like them.
0: (laughs) Fuck it. The entire Dallas Cowboys team is my team.
1: That's a horrible
0: choice. Yeah, I I just win. All all my stats were correct. All my predictions. Well, 100.
1: I did have two players from the Cowboys that I eventually wound up getting traded to me. I had Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, that was like the last four weeks of the season I had him traded to me. And then I wound up picking him, off, picking him up off of waivers, but Dalton Schultz, their tight end, dude, he wound up scoring me a lot of points. He was my highest scoring player some weeks, and he was a tight end.
2: That should be wide receivers those... and running backs that score the most. <laughs>
1: But yeah, I'm excited for that. Again, I just really enjoy football. And I'm really hoping that enough people sign up for the T1FL to make it worth
2: actually playing. If that makes sense. Oh my god, it's only been 20 minutes? <laughs> Caleb? Yeah? You want to know something I saw on TikTok the other day?
0: what you see on tiktok the other day a dubby ad
1: awesome. yeah. to anybody yeah. watching or listening to this podcast go to www.w.gg and use code scouty for 10% off your entire order
0: 10% off the whole thing the ras- the blue raspberry is delicious their sour punch is delicious I can't get a hold of their Sludge Green because it's always sold out the second it comes out, which implies that's pretty delicious.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that definitely implies that it's one of their best flavors.
0: I want, I want that. Send me the Sludge! Send me the <laughs> s- Send me the Sludge! Send me the Sludge! I want the Sludge! Okay, did you get quieter whenever
1: you talked into your mic like that? Because the, the volume did not change on my end. I, I lowered my voice to make sure I didn't pick up the mic. Okay, yeah, I was about to say, because, like, the way you got it closer and closer to your mouth and it didn't get any louder was honestly kind of surprising.
0: The people who are only listening on audio are going to fucking us this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
1: Uh. But, no, seriously, like, it was... It was just weird because, like, I scrolled and I always skip ads, but then I saw the logo as I was swiping past the ad. I'm like, wait, that's, that's the Dubby logo. And then I go back and it's just a, an ad for Dubby.
0: So I'm just like, whoa. So I was randomly hitting the gritty in my living room, right? <laughs> yes, as one does. <laughs> and my dog started barking out of, flight or fli- out of fight or flight response. <laughs> my dog is just sitting there barking like there's an intruder as I'm hitting the gritty in my living room. So that's where I start doing the gritty towards my dog, and he's backing up. He's like doing that thing that scared dogs does, and he's like getting really scared. He's hiding behind my. He's trying to hide behind my wife as I'm hitting the gritty in his general direction. <laughs> Oh my god. So what you're
1: saying is whenever I come to visit, I have to hit the gritty as I walk into your house. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I have to have the chorus of that song playing the whole time too. Just right foot creep oof dipping with that heel. <laughs> oh my god dude. That's amazing. I love that. That is, that is one of the greatest things I heard ever. Dog terrified of gritty. You wanna know one thing that makes me mad, though? What? So, you remember how I said I had to go to Walmart to run some errands, right? hmm Well, I have to get new work shoes, and I have to wait because my, my Twitch paycheck finally started pending in my bank account, and today's the 15th, so it should be in my bank account. Wrong! I was gonna go and get new work shoes, because, like, I have the... you know the TreadSafe, like, the Walmart brand work shoes that they have there? Uh-huh. I have the ones that are knock off high top vans they were really nice like they look really cool but now the sides starting to split off from the rubber and now whenever i step my foot is going straight onto that hard rubber and it hurts like a bitch also there's like no mesh or breathability in that shoe which is awful for how warm it's starting to get so i need to get one that has like mesh and everything But I was like, yeah, I'm just going to wait for my Twitch paycheck to hit. And then I'm going to get new work shoes. So that way, you know, I'm not having my foot stabbed into while I'm at work. And I can actually have not super sweaty feet. But no, Twitch is like, hey, fuck you. I know it's the 15th. You don't get your money.
0: No, it's a Saturday. I don't want to pay people on a Saturday.
1: Fuck you, Twitch. And by that, I mean, technically, fuck you, Amazon. Give me my fucking money. Do, do you know, another thing though, that like talking about getting paid from online shit. Uh, I got mm-hmm. a thing that was like, hey, you can now access Discord server subscriptions. What does that mean? It's literally you set up subscriptions for your server and you give mm-hmm. out benefits. And I, I started thinking about it. And I'm like, no, because like, I already have it set up to where Twitch subscribers and server boosters get benefits, right? Mm-hmm. And like a, me, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're you're the both. You are both. Uh, you're not the sole booster. I also boost my own server to get extra shit for the server. That does not count. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But yeah, so I'm like, <laughs> I started thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, because like you can charge as little as two bucks for a server subscription. But then I'm like, well, why would I do that? Instead of just encouraging people to boost the server, which helps everyone in the server, and still give them benefits like access to sub chat and everything else. So, like, I started debating, it. I'm like, should I do it? And then at the end, I'm like, no, this is, this is pointless. There's, there's literally no reason for it, because I'd rather mm-hmm. have people subscribe to my Twitch or boost the server. Those are the two things that I care about.
0: I mean maybe if there are like hundreds of people in this Discord and the server's already been boosted to max boost capacity, you would have a there would be a reason to do any of that. Yeah, but, but now it's just too early. I actually sent out a uh a uh Discord invite to a dude named Alberti. Mm-hmm. Now you don't know who Alberti is. No, I do not. Alberti is one of the craziest motherfuckers I've ever fucking met. <laughs> in the best way possible oh no <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> listen if we're talking craziest you've ever met compared to your standards
0: holy shit <laughs> alberti alberti would alberti might just be the guy who started to throw cheese on the cat name he's that crazy
1: I thought you were gonna somehow lead into Alberti might just start World War Three. He is
0: that crazy. No, World War Three would be something he caused accidentally trying to steam broccoli in his neighbor's microwave. That's what. That's what. Al, that's how crazy Alberti is.
1: How does steaming broccoli? No, I'm not even gonna question it. Anyway, go on. Go on. Anyway,
0: I invited him to your Discord. We're gonna see if the madness starts to infect the Discord. <laughs> Also, he's from Wisconsin.
1: <laughs> Wisconsin.
0: So we're no, so we're all fucked. Ah oh, shit! He's being polite.
1: <laughs> he's being nicely chaotic or chaotically nice, however you want to put it. He's James Baxtering while hitting the gritty <laughs> James Baxter. Right foot creep. Ooh, walking with that
0: heater. <laughs> I love the fact that you're so good at impressions. Oh my god, dude. I wish we had, I, I wish we had enough fans of this podcast to where they like animate clips of the episode every week. I honestly hope we could just That way I could just see a physical interpretation of James Baxter hitting the gritty... <laughs>
1: Dude, I need to start going back and listening to the podcast because I need to start editing together a yearly highlight video. That's just, like, I want to make it a two-hour video of just the best parts of each podcast throughout the year. Because, like, I I know that it's only April, but, like, I don't know if we're going to do this. I haven't talked to you about it, but I was thinking, like, December, like, the second week of December, we end the season. So we actually have the holidays to hang out with family and everything
0: End the season. Well, if it's a, well, if we're going to end of the season, we need a season finale.
1: Yeah. We can think about a season finale, but like, that's just kind of what I had in mind. Cause like, I feel <laughs> that's like that's just that's having that. a month from like the middle of December to the middle of January, just having off and not worrying about it. That would be nice.
0: Those nerds on a podcast season finale. Jake and Caleb play Russian roulette with a three fifty seven Magnum.
1: Spoiler alert: Season two is never coming out.
0: <laughs> it's just, it's just like High School of the Dead. God damn, because one of the creators fucking died.
1: But yeah, like, I want to start looking for highlights for any viewers or listeners, uh, specifically go to the video version of the podcast and send me or Caleb your favorite moments, like clip them. We would love to have fan favorite moments in, uh, the best of the season. Cause like, I don't know, we're, we're not even halfway through the year yet, but like with how much footage there is to sift through, there's already an, there's already 13 hours of podcasts that I will have to sift through to find highlights.
0: Is Wii wee Wii U, Wii U a first episode thing? I don't know.
1: If it is, <laughs> I will definitely throw that in there, though.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, I thought we were going to put that in there no matter what. Just the, that's how we start, though. That's how we start it. Just whoosh.
1: Just have different segments, just like all the Wii U, wee. And then like best guest moments and then best nerd outs. Actually, the dictionary holy of Caleb. Holy shit, those three might be some some really good ideas to have for the for the best of. Just break it into three different chapters in the video. Obviously, the Wii U chapter is probably gonna be the shortest chapter, but then like the best guest moments and the best nerd outs. Hmm. Here I go, scheming again. Oh boy, content! (laughs) But yeah, for real. For real. Go to the video version of the podcast and, you know, clip your favorite moments and send them to me or Caleb. And then Caleb can send them to me, because I'm probably going to be the one editing the highlight video. I mean, I could do it. We could both edit one of the chapters.
0: You can just tell who you can just tell who uh, who edited what because one is going to be really bad, bad, poorly edited. It's like why is it all the way off? Why is it tilted ever so slightly? And then there's going to be one that's just like, oh, zooms, text, green screen, shit. Oh my god! They, they edited in the, the actual animation of James Baxter to <laughs> eat the gritty. Dude,
1: I I low key want to commission someone just that audio clip. Just be like, hey, can you, can you animate this for a highlight video that's going to come out
2: at the end of the year, but you will get credited. Right food creep, ooh,
0: walking with that either. <laughs> <is. laughs> God damn, dude. It's on, he's also hitting the beach ball on the gritty. Yeah. It's, it's on the beach ball. The gritty
1: on the beach ball he could do it james baxter could do it
0: james baxter can do anything Mm -hmm. i love james baxter i love him he's only in for like a whole ass episode of like adventure time and then was like never false he has a
1: second episode it is a james baxter lore drop i want to see that now uh, It's on HBO Max. I forget what episode it is, but it literally shows how he became James Baxter. Damn. Like, me and Summer, we, we finished Adventure Time a few weeks ago, and then we watched the uh, short HBO Max spinoff series that had, like, four extra episodes that were like, oh, yeah, where are they now? With, like, the first one being BMO, uh, The second one being... Uh, I think the second one was like the Glass Kingdom and Bubblegum and Marceline trying to save their kingdom. The third one being Finn and Jake's final adventure, like their actual final adventure. And then the fourth one, I don't know why they would end the fourth one or in that short series with the fourth one. I feel like the final adventure of Finn and Jake would have been the best one to end it off on. But uh, it's peppermint butler trying to basically re-become a dark wizard since you know spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen adventure time but the last episode came out years ago uh since he was hit with the you know princess bubblegum's dumb juice and got turned into a stupid little baby it's basically him rediscovering how to do dark magic That's
0: that's that's the final episode of it I love how adventure time like started out as this like series where every episode was just kind of its own adventure mm-hmm. but then they but then as the series grew, it became more and more lore invested at first it's it just felt it just sounded like some dudes with a lot of a d h d and uh, marijuana just started writing down every cool thing that they could think of, which still worked like it was. Like, early Adventure time, fucked. It was, um, it's still amazing to watch.
1: Yeah, dude, like, uh, it's it's just kind of sad, though, because, like, that was me and Summer's go-to show that we'd watch before either of us would stream whenever I got home. I mean, we're still Mm -hmm. watching Glee and everything, but Glee episodes are 45 minutes long. It's kind of hard to watch a 45-minute episode whenever you have to stream at a certain time. Especially in my case, since I normally have to wake up at five thirty for work every day.
0: What I love about Adventure Time is that they did a thing that a lot of uh, a lot of other like shows don't do, and it's that the Adventure Time they didn't explain a lot. Like they just said, "Oh look, there's a there's a there's a giant peppermint tiger like destroying the destroying the candlemen." Like that's just an example of what of something you might see in Adventure yeah. Time. Yeah.
1: They left a lot of stuff and, open to viewer interpretation.
0: And the thing is is that if you're like dealing with r- real life, it's just like everybody knows that there's a giant per- that there's a giant peppermint tiger and sometimes he goes after the candleman. They don't sit there and explain that though, like you've seen a lot of other shows where they're where now we have to sit and take two minutes to explain what a peppermint tiger does, what all of the things that it can do. It's like that's not how that's not how you tell an effective story most of the time. Yeah. You just Now, if it's, like, a recurring
1: thing, then, yeah, explanation is needed. But, like, if it's a one-off thing, you don't have to waste your time explaining it because it's not going to come back. Except for James Baxter getting that second episode just for lore on how he became James Baxter.
0: At least it's not a sad lore like Root Beer Guy's lore.
1: James Baxter's lore is actually kind of sad.
0: No, it's a good, there's a good ending. There's a good ending. I mean,
1: there is a good well, ending, yeah. But Root Beer Guy does just wind up becoming Dirt Beer Guy. Do you, because know,
0: he, do you not remember not Because he that? died?
1: Yeah, he, he died and was resurrected. I
0: didn't see him get resurrected. I just saw that he died when the candy King was getting. I As you can tell, I, I, there's a lot of stuff that I don't remember about Root Beer Guy. <laughs> To be fair, there was a lot of stuff
1: about Adventure Time that I don't remember. Like, you remember the episodes where Princess Bubblegum became a child? Yes. I thought that was, like, almost a whole season, and it was a late-season yeah, thing? No, it was no, only, like only, like, one
0: episodes.
1: to three episodes in, like, season three. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, like, a majority of the season she just became a child for some reason, and I thought it was a late-season uh thing so that's why i was so confused whenever it never happened and me and summer had to look it up and i'm like we just watched this
2: episode maybe a couple months ago how did i already forget that
0: yeah although to be fair that that the fact that princess bubblegum became a child is what got us introduced to the best character in adventure time lemon grab
1: that's true that's true Lemon grab is absolutely amazing.
0: One of the best things to ever be introduced into my life. The screaming autistic lemon man. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they had to have been on something whenever thinking for lemon grab. They're just like, what if we had a lemon that mm-hmm. screamed about everything and then mm-hmm. wind up getting its own kingdom with a brother, a twin brother that he would rule it with? and then basically become a dictator while his brother wound up becoming good trying to help his people, but then Leningrad became big and fat and then ate his good brother. that That's just something you come up with while you're on drugs.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, the symbology. <laughs> yeah. In a quest for power, even a-, even a man would eat his of his own flesh and blood. Damn, that hits hard. Hmm. Oh, most based character in my opinion, Lemon John. Lemon John. Remember the giant guy who lived in the castle, and then he realized that all of his people were starving because they kicked his heart and started working again. And you're just like, and so he looks down and he like unmakes himself into a bunch of candy to feed his people.
1: Okay, I remember the unmaking one of the lemon people's self to feed the people, but I don't remember Lemon John as a character.
0: Like he was a giant, like a giant, giant lemon lemon person, hmm. and basically he was like their giant warm machine. That and Lemon and basically Lemon Grab was going to use Lemon John to like body the 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 uh, the Gumball Guardians, and he does and uh and then he uh and but then uh, Finn and Jake were like trying to kill Lemon John because he's technically he's like Lemon Grabs fortress is also Lemon John so like his torso and everything is like the actual fortress itself and his head and his arms and his legs stick out of it so all of his organs or stuff and are in random rooms in the fortress and so they start kicking the shit out of Lemon John's heart and then his heart starts beating. And then Lemon... Because it, it wasn't doing anything. And then they start, like, trying to destroy it. And then, like, it starts beating on its own. And then Lemon John, like, has feelings. And he cares. And he starts to care about his people. Because his heart starts working again. And he's just like, this is not the answer. And then he unmakes himself. He literally says, I do not vibe with this world any longer. And unmakes himself into a, into a whole lot of candy in order to end the Lemon famine. I do not remember that. And then like Finn and Jake were like, why don't we just, you know, get the limit lemon, get Lemongrab's heart to start working again. It's like, oh, and Princess Bubblegum's heart. And then Princess Bubblegum was like, oh, his heart is fine. He's just like this.
1: Fair. All right. Well, I'll be right back because I have an idea for a nerd out, but it's a it's a visual-ish.
0: A visual thing. nerd out, so I have to kill time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Kill time for like 30 seconds. I know where it is. I just have to go grab it
0: This 30-second kill time is brought to you by air. You breathe it in, you breathe it out, but you cannot breathe without it. Oh, yes, air. The stuff we put in our lungs every single day brought to you, brought to you on the Those Nerds on a Podcast episode. Remember, remember, just suck in in order to get your free trial of air. (sighs) All right. You ready
1: for this? Yes. All right. Nerd. F, this is my Pokedex. <laughs> so uh, I feel like I've talked about it on here before, but I just love collecting Pokemon cards. And instead mm-hmm. of doing like <laughs> most people do, trying to complete sets and stuff like that, I'm pretty sure I'm not the first person to try to do this, but I have a Pokemon card Pokedex that spans all the way from Kanto to now Paldea, but I don't have any of the cards. And I also just have cards that I might already have in the Pokedex or just nice cards. Like there's just Build-A-Bear branded Bulbasaur that came with the Bulbasaur plushie. Uh, a couple secret rare cards, uh, full arts, alternate arts, stuff like that. You know, I just have all that kind of stuff collected. Uh, the Pikachu V Union, which is basically like one of the oversized cards cut into four. But, uh... So, I have it for Kanto, which, you know, is not complete. None of these uh, regions are 100% complete yet. But uh, this is something that I've been working at for years now. Like, whenever I got back into collecting, I was like, you know, I want to try to complete a Pokedex. And I remember I was resorting through all my cards, and I tried to fill out more stuff. Well, if you're in the Discord... I mentioned this a few weeks ago. But I got the stats of every single regional pokédex in here. The Kanto pokédex I have 80% complete with 121 out of 151 Pokémon. Johto I have 74% complete with 74 out of 100. Hoenn is 74% complete with 100 out of 135. Sinnoh is uh 72% complete with 77 out of 107. Unova is 74% complete with 116 out of 156. Kalos is 68% complete with 49 out of 72. Alola is 78% uh, complete with 68 out of 87. I think I just read that one already. Whoops. Uh, Galar slash Hisui, because they're technically two different regions, but at the same time, it wouldn't make sense, especially with the Pokedex numbers, to count it as Paldea. Uh, I have 79% complete with 75 out of 95 with a total of 75% completion of the national Pokedex, not including Paldea with 680 out of 905 Pokemon. And like this thing is heavy. This is a hefty binder. Like I, I don't have a scale at home or else I'd weigh it, but I want to say this thing is at least uh, maybe 10 to 15 pounds just loaded to the brim with cards, but uh, God, dude, I I want to start getting Pokemon cards again if I have the money, just because I love collecting shit, and then you know, it's just fun, you know. This is this is this is one of my favorite hobbies. It's just collecting cards. Uh, I used to have Yu Gi Oh and Magic cards in here too, but then I'm like, nah, I can get different binders, smaller binders for those, because I don't collect those as heavily. But, yeah, I just wanted to nerd out about that. Oh, there's a single Yu-Gi-Oh card that's not even technically a Yu-Gi-Oh card in here. Uh, It is from whenever they were trying to release series for specific parts of the show, and it's just a Bandit Keith card. Which the back of the card is cut up, and you can combine them all to make a big picture. Which, I only ever got Bandit Keith, because whenever this series came out, I only bought a single box. Hmm. So yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna end that nerd out there because it's. I don't really have too much else to go into. There's only a minute left, but yeah, that is that is my Pokedex.
0: Well, here's something that I really love right here.
1: Oh, you motherfucker! <laughs> Me going over one of my one of my very like ADHD-driven passions. You.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not even. it's not even i'm not even like shitting on your hobby i, I, know, I know i know I, I i whenever i go to a pawn shop and i see binders full of like pokemon guys i always take pictures of them and send them in the discord and at you dude i know
1: i i need to be a- i want to be able to at least complete one region out of the entire pokedex right like that's my goal and Did you know it was technically impossible to complete a Pokemon card Pokedex without having the very first set of cards? So, the, uh, the Alakazam line. There was a magician that actually sent a cease and desist to Nintendo for Kadabra using spoon magic. Because he said, this this is my brand. You're using my brand to sell cards. So, after that very first set, up until the now Scarlet and Violet set that is just now coming out, the entire Alakazam line was not allowed to be used on Pokemon cards.
0: But but they but they use spoons in the anime.
1: Yeah, but like he specifically just was against it with the uh, the Pokemon cards. But like I don't think we ever saw, if I'm remembering right. Uh, The Alakazam line passed the Orange Islands, which means that it was a solid twenty years before you could get any of the cards from the Alakazam line. Wow! So now it's actually possible again, unless you had those original cards and were opening them. To if you did want to do a Pokedex, it is now one of these. (laughs) It is now actually possible to complete the Alakazam line in the Kanto Pokedex. You could not do it before. And that is such a just it's such a stupid fact that I should not know. Like, it is such a small little thing, but I find it so interesting that he could send a cease and desist to Nintendo over spoons and magic.
0: Some some Pokemon using spoons, a guy. <laughs> Oh man.
1: We got about 10 minutes left. You got a nerd out ready?
0: Um Well, yes, actually I do.
1: Okay. Well, I will get the timer
0: ready. Alright, you ready? Mm-hmm. Nerd out. So I found I found out some really cool and interesting things. Do you remember that hyper accelerant uh submachine gun in Fortnite Battle Royale? Yes. So, you know how it's kind of shaped weirdly like that? Yeah. The reason why it's shaped like that is because it sh- because I, I pointed it out when I first saw it. I was like, that looks like a P90. It turns out it was based off of a P90. Hmm. I didn't know what a P90 was. Uh, uh, or but I didn't know what, ex- what the exact things about a P90 that made it special. All I knew was that it was a certain type of submachine gun. Yeah. Turns out the P90 was used by the Secret Service a lot. <laughs> Because, because it was used because it was chambered in 5.7, which is a, which basically it looks it's it's the size of a pistol round, but the way that it's shaped is shaped like a rifle round. So you can so you can like put a lot of so they're like really thin, and they're really aerodynamic. So if you get the right kind of 5.7 ammo, it actually punches through soft body armor. So you have to wear hard hard body armor against uh, a 5.7 or else you're fucked. Yeah. And because of the way that the ammunition can be stacked, the P90 has 50 rounds of 5.7 in it at a time. (laughs) Which means that which means that if there's a guy, and he's b- b- bursting through the crowd, and he doesn't look like he's wearing hard body armor, you could just dump 50 rounds of, of 5.7 into this guy. <laughs> and he, there's just, there's no fucking way that he lives. It, it, and the 5.7, like, disintegrates almost when it when it hits something, which means that it starts off as a bullet, and then becomes a ton of tiny little bullets. To, so, like, straggle. Yeah, it basically turns the bullet into shrapnel. You can imagine what that would do to like organs. Yeah, that that that's not good for organs. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good for organs like at all. But that's how it defeats the soft body armor is because once it hits the body armor, the rest of it becomes like shrapnel and like shreds the body armor. Which is why it's not really effective against hard hard body armor because hard body armor would just bounce it off of it. Yeah, get that shit out of my fits. <laughs> I mean, I guess
1: it makes sense for, like, Secret Service to use it, though, because, like, I don't know a bunch of people, like, say they're protecting the president while he's giving a speech in a different state or something. I don't know many people that are going to come up to that wearing lots of body armor.
0: Because how would you make it past security?
1: Yeah, so, like,
0: that makes sense. A lot of political assassinations are literally just dudes running up through a crowd, pulling out a pistol and like and like emptying it into the politician. That's yeah. how, there's, that's, a, that's surprisingly like how most political assassinations are. It's either a sniper from really far away, a fucking bomb, or a dude just running up out of a crowd.
1: Yeah, you got you got the Trinity right there.
0: And snipers can be defeated most of the time with, like, location, so if there's not any good sniper positions where you're giving a speech, like, what what are they going to do? Yeah, And then, like, there, I, there's a couple of ways to defeat bombs. The good, A good plan is to, you know, check for bombs. Yeah, beforehand. <laughs> and then, like, running up through the crowd, you just have guys around you, and if they see people running up through the crowd, they've got 50 rounds of anti, anti-soft body armor ammo, and they'll just unload on the dude. And the thing is, is that the P90 has a very interesting trigger that's not present in a lot of other guns. They got the they got the trigger like this. So yeah. if it's set to automatic. You pull a little bit and only one round comes out. And then you can actually just release the trigger and do it like that. Okay. And then if you want full auto, you can go ding and then squeeze it even more. And there's a second stage in the trigger that lets you that does automatic.
1: Oh, because normally like I know this is a thing for like airsoft. I don't know if it's for actual guns, but there's just like a switch on the side that determines if yeah. it's like single auto or full auto.
0: Yeah, and you can't play with the trigger at all to only limit it to semi when you're in auto. That's yeah. a thing on that's a thing on uh my that's a thing on my head before it's like if it's if you're in auto, you're in auto. <laughs> you 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 are in auto. There there is no there's no questioning that one. Mm-hmm. But uh
1: Yeah, so that's but, weird. Uh, it's sort of like uh pressure sensitivity, sort of like uh video game controllers, like how there's yeah. like you can lightly press it down. And it doesn't do the action as much, but you can fully press it down, and then it does that action to its fullest.
0: Yeah, and and the reason, and now for this reason, I want a P ninety,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: just because it's like video game.
0: <laughs> All right, that is time. Believe it or not, a lot of how I want to buy guns is based off of whether or not they've been in a video game. <laughs>
1: Ah yes, there's there's the regular weapons collector that's just like, yeah, I just want to have a nice collection. And then there's the nerd weapons collector that's just like, this gun appeared in this specific game under this specific name.
0: This was my uh this is my loadout and perk set in COD, so I bought it in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is
1: my average Fortnite
0: loadout. That's why there's
1: a med kit right there. That's why there's... We don't have shields, so I just replace shields with body armor. And then I have a uh, a heavy assault rifle. I have a tactical pistol. And then I have a katana.
0: (laughs) Yes, why is the blade purple? Oh
1: my god. All right, well, we've got about three minutes till time. I can't really think of anything else. Uh, You got anything else? Um, let me. Th- oh, you good? Tickle in my throat. Gucci, Gucci. <laughs> Dude, the other day at work, I was leaving the office, and one of the other managers, he's a service manager, or no, I wasn't even leaving the office. I was counting tips for the day, and he mm-hmm. just walks up to me, goes up to my side, and just goes... And I'm just like, why the fuck did you tickle me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he probably doesn't even know you're super ticklish either. (laughs) And then one of the other service managers like he'll wait in the office for me to go in there for something. And then I'll open the door or I'll reach to open the door and he'll just blast it open and go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then you do the jig, like Daniel stiff it up and start kicking like an ass.
1: Yeah. And it's like, it's always the worst too, whenever there's customers outside. So I'm just doing, that's just happening and I'm having to walk inside. So like, that's, that's just, mm, mm, I love my job. Dude okay, fucking my, the, the general manager and the director of operations started asking about my Twitch channel. <laughs> like, it was yesterday. Uh, they asked how my night was, and I'm like, oh, I didn't do much. I just streamed. Director of operations was like, dude, I have to actually catch one of your streams at some point. No. <laughs> and he's like, what's going to happen too is I'm going to make like a fake username so you don't know that it's me? <laughs> And then uh, the, the general manager, because that was the director of ops that said that he needed to actually watch one of my streams. He's like, so what did you even play? And I told him it was Dead by Daylight. I started explaining. He's like, oh, that's the game that you can actually purchase like horror movie killers, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I've seen gameplay of it. It looks fun with friends. I'm like, yeah, it sucks if you're playing just random lobbies. But with friends, it's amazing. But like, I think it's going to get to a point where how like whenever isaiah was on for a Fortnite stream the very first stream he was on whenever he was still a manager at my job i think that's just gonna wind up happening but with like the head boss of the car wash and the director of
0: operations of the business he comes in during a jackbox night oh no <laughs> <laughs> that's the right, that's the first thing my mind went to was like oh god the jackbox nights <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of crude sex jokes <laughs> I, <laughs> my dick and also second dick <laughs> when are we gonna get the vods back on the channel
1: uh, whenever I uh can install RAM on my laptop so it doesn't shit the bed whenever I record and stream at the same time.
0: Fuck it, Dan, give him RAM. He just sends a mail goat.
1: Fuck it, give him RAM, it sends me my first YouTube channel.
0: Sends you a truck.
1: <laughs> sends me an actual fucking battering ram. <laughs> All right. Well, that is
2: a
0: Ram 3,500 diesel. That's too big for me. Jesus Christ. You could run over everybody. Mm -hmm. And not have any feeling. (laughs) It's like, wow, those kids are getting close.
1: (laughs) Anyway, that is time. (laughs) Uh, It's good to be recording again. I missed not recording for
2: this past month. Uh, Caleb, do you got anything to say before we end the episode? Make sure your keyboard
0: isn't slippery, kids.
2: That was a solid eight seconds of thought.
1: I really hope nobody thought that that was just where the episode ended. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching and or listening. Uh, we hope you enjoy this week's episode of Those Nerds on a Podcast. Uh... Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Have a great rest of your day. Caleb is going to keep on dancing.